Dr. Michaela Sorensen. 24 minutes after 12 in Sydney, 24 after 11 on this Sunday afternoon. Nice to have your company, 131873 is our telephone number. I'm happy to say uh, we've got the phones working again. They're all cranked up and raring to go. So ring on through uh, on anything you want to discuss, 131873. But I'm happy to say that Dr. Michaela Sorensen is with us. How are you, Doc? I'm well, thanks, Murray. How are you today? I am very well, very well indeed. We've got a few things that we want to get through today. Um, protecting yourself from the heat and the bush fire smoke. Um, I'm wondering what your thoughts are on all of that. Yeah, so look, I think it's really, really important to you know, use a bit of common sense when it comes to the heat and smoke out there because it can be really, really dangerous to our health. And smoke on its own is bad enough, but when you combine it with the heat, particularly with conditions like we had yesterday, the risks exponentially increase. So, you know, staying indoors where possible. If you're lucky enough to have an air conditioner, turn it on. Um, if you don't, you know, going to air-conditioned places like shopping centres, libraries can be really, really helpful. Um, the other thing is try not to exercise in this kind of smoke and when the temperatures are in the high 30s, you'll just dehydrate and you know, inhale all of those pollutants deep down into the lungs, which, which isn't good for you. And um, you know, the other bit of advice I'd give when it comes to the heat and smoke, if you've got people around you that are, you know are a bit vulnerable, you know, so you have elderly neighbours or, or young kids around, just check them and make sure they're doing all right or see if they need a hand. Now, tell me, I'm seeing, you know, as you would, you see a lot of people walking around now with masks on. Um, Are they doing anything? Are there masks you should have and ones you shouldn't have? Yeah, so look, those sort of surgical light masks that you often wear if you've got a a cough or a cold on, don't do a lot at all. Um, So the pollutant, uh, the particles in the bushfire smoke are so tiny that they just go straight through. And also you don't get a proper seal with them as well. So they're going through the top and the sides. So the P2 masks are the ones that you need to actually provide any protection at all. But even those need to be really well fitted. So you need to be, you know, if you're a male, clean shaven, have no facial hair and make sure that it's fitted correctly to your face so that there's no leaks. Now, the issue with those, though, particularly on the really hot days, is they get quite hot breathing into them. Yeah, they Um, do. Yeah, so it can really increase your risk of then heat-related illnesses as well. So it's a bit of a catch-22. And what about air purifiers in the house? Are they any good or not? Yeah, so air purifiers can help. Things like humidifiers don't do a lot, but air Mm. purifiers can help to some extent. The issue is they sort of need to be matched to the size of the room. So having a a teeny tiny portable air purifier to filter the whole house isn't really going to do a lot. Okay. But look, it's better than nothing. Yeah, look, absolutely. Yeah, look, it is probably better than nothing. You're right. Um, This week, new guidelines were released in regards to alcohol in Australia, yes? Yeah, that's right. So it's our first new or updated guideline in the last 10 years. So these were released by the National Health and Medical Research Council. Um, So they come off the back of three years of research into the harms, potential benefits and association alcohol has with other diseases. Because I think a lot of us know that, you know, alcohol can affect our liver and things like that, but we don't realise that excessive and prolonged consumption of alcohol can increase our risk of even certain uh, cancers like breast cancer, bowel cancer. So these new guidelines have actually decreased the recommended um, consumption of alcohol. So previously, we used to say up to 14 standard drinks a week, which is two a day. But the new recommendations have dropped down to 10 standard drinks a week or 1.4 a day. So it was um, just despite your age, body size, male or female? 
that's what the general guidelines are. But that's something I'd like to reinforce that guidelines are just that. They're a guide. So they're not a hard and fast rule. And it does, you know, your ability or risks associated with alcohol will depend on your size, your age, and any other medical conditions, as well as family history as well. Um, So it's important to take all of that into consideration. And that's where, again, chatting with your doctor about what they think the the best guidelines for you are is a really good thing to do. And I suppose alcohol, heat, smoke, it's not a good combination, is it? Exactly, because we know alcohol dehydrates you as well. So, And that's the difficulty, you know, at this time of year, the festive season, we often have a few extra drinks, but when you're adding the smoke and the, the heat in, it's just a bit of a recipe for disaster, unfortunately. So, tell me something, um, just in regards to the standard drinks per week. So that's 10 standard drinks. I'm assuming that's what, I don't know, 10 gin and tonics or scotch and dries or 10 beers, correct? Yeah, well, depending on what beer you drink as well, you'll have to read the, the bottle, but often the beers will be 1.2 standard drinks. Yeah. And, you know, similarly, when it comes to wine, I, I don't know many people that when they're pouring their glass of wine at home that it's actually a standard drink. It's often, you know, two to three standard drinks per <laughs> glass. <Yeah. laughs> so what I usually say to people, look, again, these are the guidelines, 10 standard drinks a week, 1.4 a day, but so most of us don't have 1.4 in a, a drink. So... You know, still give yourself a couple of days off. If you're going to have a couple of glasses on a Friday and Saturday night, maybe have a few days off during the week just to even it out. Righto. What are you going to talk to me about in regards to eggs and cholesterol? My grandmother (laughs) used to swear by eggs and would eat them every day. Yeah, and look, again, this just highlights that every week there seems to be some new research or new guidelines out that you should eat something every day and then the next week something tells you not to eat it. And, you know, you don't know what to believe. And I I think eggs are a classic case of that. You know, one minute they're an absolute superfood and you should be eating eight of them a week. Next minute, no more than two a week because it'll clog your arteries. Um, But this was sort of formed the basis of some study that just came out of the, the United States where they basically tried to track down any of the research that had been done into eggs. And in particular, they compared just independent research versus industry-funded research. And I think that's something we don't realise, that more and more there's a lot of research that's actually funded by that industry in particular. When it comes to eggs, 60% of the research was funded by the egg industry itself. Now, I'm sure we can all assume what impact that has on the objectivity of the results that come out. Um, But what I found really interesting, so in the 50s and 60s, there was no industry-funded research, but now, like I said, 60%. And in 50% of those studies that were funded by the, the egg industry, the conclusions that they wrote up and the conclusions they drew from their research actually didn't even reflect the research or the results themselves. So they were basically right. making up their conclusion to meet their agenda. Okay. Now, I unfortunately think the egg industry is not alone in that one. I'm sure we'd find the same if it came to butter or coconut or potentially even alcohol to some extent. Sure. Um, so I think the importance or the message to take from this one is any of these research, this research that comes out, we need to interpret it with some caution. Yeah. We need to make sure we know where it's come from, who's done it, yeah. um, and, and just be a little bit sceptical. But again, I think the old-fashioned, like our grandmas used to say, a bit of everything in moderation. Oh, I my that's God, that's exactly go. what my grandmother used to say to me. Yes, mine too. Mine I can't believe you said that. Yeah, that's exa- she used, Yeah, she said everything's okay in moderation. Yeah, and that's that's the way I live my life as well because you've still got to have a bit of fun. But if you know, 80% of the time you're sensible, then you can indulge in your chocolate or your you know, fried scrambled eggs if you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. No, very good point. Very good point indeed and some good advice. Great to talk to you. Thank you for your time. Have a wonderful Christmas. Don't eat too many eggs on Christmas Day. Uh, I think I'll have a couple in there, that's for sure, Murray. Good. Pleased to hear it. Pleased to hear it. All the best. Thanks, Doctor. Take care. See you. Bye. Dr. Michaela Sorensen joining us on the program. Uh, It's quite interesting just in regards to um, the eggs and the cholesterol. Um, It's true, though. I think everything in moderation is okay. You know, and that's what my grandmother used to say to me. And, you know, she used to eat eggs all the time. And butter, like real butter, not the stuff, you know, that looks like butter, but it really was butter. Full cream milk and you name it, ate everything. You know, she used to talk to me about how they, after a baked dinner, they'd eat the dripping from the baked dinner and the fat out of the baking pan with bread. Oh, I mean, just the thought of that. It's not good, but that's what they did. Um, anyway, Nan lived a long, long time. 27 minutes to 1131873 is our telephone number, 131873. And if you want to, um, you can call us now because our phone system is up and running or you can send us an email, weekendbreakfast at 2gb.com. 27 to 1 in Sydney, 27 to 12 in Brisbane.